Hello everyone, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCanvasSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCanvasSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at ICSativaPodcast. You can also check out and subscribe to our podcast on Anchor FM, iTunes, Stitcher, the Google Play Music Store, Pocket Casts, and other platforms like it. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs and spread this project throughout the United States and hopefully the entire planet. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon and support us. We plan on doing big things with our humble little projects, such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ or recreational states, doing on-field and doing on-field work. By supporting us, it helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to anchor.fm slash podcast slash support. Happy uh, afternoon. Um, it's sort of late afternoon-ish. It's 3.32 p.m. as of the time of this recording, and... Um, Florida is the nation's fastest-growing medical marijuana market, and the author is Carlos Miller. Despite ongoing efforts by the Florida legislature to thwart the will of the people, Florida likely has the fastest-growing medical marijuana program in the nation. More than 213,000 are enrolled. Wow. That's like Massachusetts. I think we have, last time I checked, it was like 60,000-ish. But yeah, they're they're dwarfing the East Coast. I think next in line is like Pennsylvania with like I think they just hit a hundred thousand this year. So I think that's like the next biggest one in the East Coast. It's it's Florida and and, and Pennsylvania that are holding this down. Shout out to my uh, fans in um, Pennsylvania and Florida. Love you guys. More than two hundred and thirteen people are enrolled with ten thousand plus signing up every month. New York, by comparison implemented his medical marijuana program 18 months before the Sunshine State and has fewer than half the patients. Um, gee, I wonder why. Um, they don't allow flour, which Florida allowed um, this year. Um, the, um, you could only get capsules, I think um, vape pens, um, I think lozenges. I don't even think they have, like, like um, I don't even think they have, like, 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 um, can of brownies or anything like that you know it's very like from the research i did on it it's like very very like it's like minnesota's program they don't really allow um smoking or whole flour at all and um is like a very narrow list of conditions that are allowed like it's very much like minnesota's program you know and um okay so yeah so that's why so that's some context as to why it's their, their numbers are very very low in new york even though, even though the number of prescribing doctors is similar, Arizona, which is probably second to Florida, no no one group keeps comparable comparable numbers, 
had almost tripled the number of medical pot users at the beginning of 2018. But by the end of March, the last numbers available, Florida had 8,000 more. So, wow. The, the even the Because I always knew that Arizona had a pretty, pretty big and pretty um, robust medical marijuana system. And um, like Florida, um, like the, the Republican governments are trying to sabotage and underhand it in, at, any, at any way that they can do it. But... Um, the, the, the patient numbers just keep blowing up like, like, like Florida. And now Florida has, has, has surpassed, um, Arizona now. Dave Coulter, a South Florida attorney who founded the Medical Marijuana Business Lawyers LLC, says doctors here have been more eager to participate in the program than in other Northeast states. He mentions Maryland in particular. Physicians in Florida are more willing to see patients, patients for eligible conditions, he says. In other states, it was slower to roll out. Another reason for the Florida market's rapid growth is the large senior population that is revolting against Big Pharma despite having to pay hundreds of dollars more for cannabis since it generally is not not covered by insurance, let alone Medicare. That needs to change. One indication of the patient's age in the state comes from TrueLeave, among the state's largest legal marijuana sellers, which says almost half, 45% of its buyers are over the age of 50. Robert Plashhorn, age 76, played a huge role in educating seniors about the benefits of medical mar marijuana in a silver tour during which he traveled the state and, and, and country by bus since 2011. So many seniors have been able to use cannabis to get off opiates. The doctors in the state were handling, were handing opiates out like candy for so many years, he says. In one of the greatest Florida man stories ever told, Plashorn became a cannabis activist after spending 30 years in pr prison. True OG, true OG, true pioneer that took risks and took sacrifice. Shout out to him for smuggling marijuana into Florida from Colombia during the 1970s when mainstream America still viewed weed as the devil's lettuce. The state's cannabis industry employs more than 10,000 people, which is expected to increase by 50% next year when analysts believe that the $1 billion, in can that $1 billion in cannabis will be sold. Two of the top state companies are already expanding into California. Um, some more context. Um, so yeah. Um, so um, I I listened to the um podcast, the uh, marijuana solution. Um, and um, he had on the host had on um, the CEO of TrueLeaf, and um, I remember in that interview, she said that she was opening um dispensaries in California and 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 my home my home state, Massachusetts. And um, she's going to open three adult-use dispensaries in Massachusetts, and then she's going to open up three medical. And she's planning on doing that later this year. And um, I, I don't know, I, I can't tell you the, 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 the month or time it's going to happen, but I heard it's supposed to be this year. But um, just to sort of add a little to that. Many seniors were drawn into weed after they were forced off pharmaceuticals by a state law that went into effect last July that issued stronger guidelines for doctors prescribing opioids and other controlled substances. 
since the new opioid laws were passed in July. A lot of patients who have been on opioids for a long time are now restricted from getting them, said Dr. Murphy, who has been issuing recommendations for marijuana in Florida since September. Primary care doctors are now afraid to write them prescriptions. That was my experiences as well. I mean, I, I mean, I won't really say what opioids because I, I, I've only been prescribed it maybe once in my life or twice when I had my wisdom teeth re removed. But um, for like, like I just feel like with the opioid crisis in general, like when I go to the doctor's office, I've been to my doctor like, and like, like as I've told you, I've been I've been sick the past few weeks and stuff. So I've gone to my doctor and um, like. Like they're just so it just feels like they're so stingy with like like they're so like cautious now you know it feels like they're more cautious than they were like in years past you know because the opioid crisis is getting so much attention and you know doctors are being held liable and you know people are getting sued you know insists you know the peddlers of this are rightfully getting sued and rightfully getting called out but um but yeah I mean. I just feel, I feel that that echoes my sentiments here in Massachusetts, too. I just feel that doctors are just more cautious in prescribing in general, you know. But that's, that's just me, you know. Um, other people might have different experiences. Florida does not list opioid addiction as one of the debilitating conditions that qualify for a medical marijuana recommendation, but they should. But studies have shown that opioid deaths decline in states where medical marijuana is legalized. And though no connection has been made to the flourishing cannabis industry in Florida, Palm Beach County earlier this year reported a 41% decline in opioid deaths in 2018 compared to the previous year. I'm going to read that. I'm going to read that sentence again. Um, I mean, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's nuts and it is crazy that there, that, um, Ray Rodriguez would want to cap THC when in, 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 in one county in a state, 41%, 41%, I'll read that again. Let me read that. Let me, let me drill home the point. 41% decline in opioid deaths. 41% more lives were saved. And there are lawmakers because of reefer madness, because of culture war posturing, they want to restrict access. Because they don't like the people that use cannabis, so they don't want anyone to have access to it. This is the game that the Republicans play over and over again. They don't like its users. They perceive the users as being hippies, leftists, black and brown people, Jews, feminists, you know, people that people who they tend to be bigoted against a lot of the time. So, of, of course, it's they use it as a prox. They use their disdain for its users of cannabis to to drive its policy and then they put it under the guise of oh we have oh cannabis too much cannabis causes psychosis or oh we have to think of the or or northeast republicans like my governor is more savvy with his um with his critiques he's like oh we have to we have to we have to do this right and slowly you know we have to take our time doing this we have to get this right or, oh, we have to slow down with cannabis consumption languages because people might drive high. All these millions of people will drive high and they'll wreak havoc. And um, in neighboring Vermont um, with um, Phil Scott saying, oh, we have to think of highway safety, even though Vermont has some of the lowest highway fatalities in the country. And when you look at Vermont in in in, in um, lists of uh, of states that consume cannabis, they're always they're always like top ten or something. So 
so cannabis consumption has not had a negative effect. People have been doing it in Vermont for a long, long time, and it has not had a negative effect on, on deaths. In fact, like I just said, they have some of the lowest rates. But he's just using that to flex on how much he doesn't like the aforementioned groups I just mentioned. But Northeast Republicans are just more, they're more savvy. They're, they're more savvy at, like, at, at broadcasting this, where I feel like in, in like southern and midwest states, they're just more overt about it. But, you know, they still, they still think the exact same thing. Like, Governor Baker thinks it's the same exact thing as any other Republican governor against weed. You know, he's just savvier at, 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 at portraying it. And he's just, you know, he's not as, like, upfront or whatever. He's a bit more underhanded about it. Whereas the other ones, they're, they're upfront about their disdain for it. And they will actively block it in any way possible. And, and, and say, think of the children and yada yada. But, but I digress. Um, getting into the weeds here. In, and in 2018, more than 100,000 patients were added to the medical marijuana registry, according to the State Office for Medical Marijuana Use, which posts weekly updates. But Florida Republicans last month rejected an amendment that would have allowed doctors to recommend cannabis to treat opioid addiction. Yet another reason why Florida has a fast-growing cannabis industry is the state's long history, long rich history with marijuana. In in the 1970s, bales of marijuana would sometimes fall from the sky. <laughs> that sounds fun. And even these days, bales sometimes wash ashore. This was ground zero. This is where the marijuana industry came in says Ken Bear, age 61, who moved to South Florida in 1973 from New Orleans and began smuggling weed from Colombia. We're a sophisticated market. So you have a customer who is educated to the product. End of article. Um, I don't think I have too much more to add than, um, you know, keep, you know, celebrate the victory that um, you guys got in... Um, in, in, in striking down the um, THC cap and, and keep being on these politicians' butts. You know, make it be known that they're going to get fired if they're going to be anti-cannabis. And a story. Republican, Democrat, Independent, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be in the unemployment line if they if they peddle reefer madness and and are against saving forty one percent of of lives due to due to opioids. Forty one percent decrease in deaths. Republicans are actually playing or are literally playing with people's lives and being re for madness. And um, I guess that's all I have to say. And um, as always, everyone stay medicated, my friends. Peace.